Um, okay, I'm gonna restart. The first so, actually, you know what? Honestly, fuck it. And we're back, boys. This is Gage introducing the podcast this time because Anthony fucked it up on our first go through. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, it's just us two this time. No other boys. Sorry for the delay on this podcast. It's been a little bit, but you know, it's absence makes the heart grow fonder. So I really think that we have got some quality stuff brewing over mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks that mm-hmm. we haven't been on here, and so we're ready to you know hit people with some hard analysis and maybe some fun little games at the end. We can test each other on our Absolutely. NBA knowledge. Yeah, you got something special cooked up for me. I do, and you. I know you have something special cooked up for me yeah, as well. Right. Um, first and foremost, uh, on my birthday, we went to the to the 76ers game, and you might be thinking, wow, like that's a good game to go to. No, not that 76ers game, the other one. <laughs> the one that uh, was trash, and Tyrese Maxey just Tyrese shit on Maxie us. Tyrese was Steph Curry. Yeah, and Fred Van Fleet was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was tough. Uh, that was honestly though i don't know what was tougher the game itself or looking at our bank accounts the next day oh my (laughs) god yeah we went a little crazy that day uh definitely couldn't have recorded a podcast that night (laughs) uh but honestly it's such a fun experience every time you go to a raps game it's sick that was my first time i saw them lose i know you're kind of used to that. You've been once, actually. Yeah, it's only the second time. Honestly, though, I've only been the lower bowl twice, and they've lost both. So I started yeah, yeah, yeah. get, get getting the worst, worst seats. seats again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that game was crazy. I couldn't... I. Oh, man, I'm such a James Harden fan. If we were going to lose and James Harden dropped 50, I still would have been a happy man. But he had such a bad game. To just see, like, Tyrese Maxey cooking us, like, that's not what I wanted. And also, like, I was in there wearing the Fred jersey. Uh, Just very sad vibes from everyone. Yeah, it was like, um, he had one point on the game. Fred? Yeah, he had one point on that game. And and as I've said before, you and me both know. You and me both know how you get one point in a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might be the one shooting our tactical free throws, but I think Gary does that. But yeah, no, he got one point in the sad way. The sad, (laughs) the very sad way. But you went to a much happier game. Oh, man, the best game I've ever seen live, literally ever. It was the, uh, the Bulls game. And no, not that bad Bulls game. The reverse. I actually went to the good Bulls game. Uh, that was, I had by far the best seats I've ever had ever. Uh, my mom through work got some seats that were like, just like, uh, not even 10 rows up. Like I could see Drake, like maybe, I don't know, 10 feet from me. Like, oh man, that shit was so crazy. So close the whole game. Um, we didn't have Siakam, they didn't have Levine. So I think that's like, Pretty fair trade. Uh, I mean, obviously, Siakam's a better player. Siakam laps Levine. Yeah, but uh, as importance to the team. Actually, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so we're just better. Because, yeah, Levine plays, they win. But if we had Siakam, we obviously would smoke. That game was so unreal, man. Like, uh, everyone was losing it every single play. Um, We had uh, anytime Dragic touches the ball, everyone's booing like crazy, which I think is like a little blown out of proportion, but I loved it. Um, also, Drogic, like it, it, he didn't give a fuck about no, the booze. He, 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 he was balling. He, he gave us the shush at some point. Damn. I I was almost wishing people stopped because I think he is one of those guys that like enjoys it. And yeah, he was he couldn't miss from three, but it didn't matter because we had like Christian Coloco putting up career numbers and points, rebounds, and blocks. Six blocks. I think there was like two plays in a row that um, Pat Williams, who by the way in person looks 
fucking jacked. He's like as big as OG, like looking. And like he just like bodies his way to the rim, block from Coloco. The next play down, he tried it again, block from Coloco. Like, I don't know. It felt like a couple plays later, does it literally again. Coloco is just everywhere. It was so sick. Um and Fred played a great game, one of his best <laughs> of yeah. the season, uh, which was nice. To, so now my lo- last uh, memory of Fred Live was a great one. I still hate that guy for what he did to me. <laughs> he dropped 40 or up. something, right, didn't he? He dropped uh, 30. Oh, 30, okay. And then he still dropped good. like almost 30 last night, too. He dropped 27 again last night in the loss. So he's starting to he's starting to turn it up, Yeah, which is nice to see. Well, he started he good. It just he went that little slump, the game that we saw. And then uh, I feel like he wasn't that great. A couple games after. So my my theory, okay, Fred Van Fleet is only an All Star when Pascal Siakam is injured. That's my little. True. That's my little pet theory right there. You know, when he's like the guy on the team, like he's a good guy to have as the guy on your on Mm -hmm. the team. No, him and Pascal love playing together. It's just funny how that works out. That he plays so well when Pascal's not there. Yeah, it's like the Harden and Bead type deal. Yeah, facts, facts, but. There's been a lot of games since we last uh, recorded a pod, so we probably won't go through them. Game I think by game, the, no. the better thing to do would just be to kind of get some broad ideas of uh, all the players on our team, 11 games into the season, kind of talk about where they're at, uh, where we think that they'll be in the rotation in the future, and then maybe some highlights of the seasons for them, and then sure. lowlights if they have any. Yeah, uh, well... I feel like we need to say it, even though it's such a not point. We talked a lot on the last podcast about the Sky Barnes injury. That was literally nothing. I think he was back two games later. And, like, I think he was questionable on the next game. That's how I knew, like, okay, this is not a real injury. Um, He's been sick. Like, he's he's been himself, his sick self. Like, honestly, I don't see too big of a jump from his rookie year. From like end of the year last year, he's probably he's playing about the same in my opinion. Yeah, which is great. I mean, he won rookie of the year playing like that. Yeah, he's been good. He's been really good. I thought I'd see a little more of an improvement on, on the mid range this year, but yeah. it's kind of once again one of those things where one game is going to look really good for the mid range, and some games he just doesn't have it. And... I feel like he started the year actually really good. I was like, damn, this is going to really he's going to make like that sophomore leap, but uh, no, it's kind of regressed back to like how it normally is. And like, yeah, like you said, it's very hot and cold the way he's shooting it. I feel like he's shooting it good from three. Do you have his um? Uh, season stats by any chance? Could you find those? Scotticus, Barnicus. Yeah, he's shooting on the season thirty-seven and a half percent. Yeah, three, that's just really, like, really yeah, good. Yeah, he's actually his threes have been really nice. He's uh, he he doesn't care if it, there's a contest. Uh, it doesn't need to be wide open, which I feel like a lot of them were last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been great. He had like yesterday. He had that insane dunk on Vucci. Oh main. my gosh, dunk of the year! Yeah, candidate already, man. That yeah, thing league was wide, crazy. I, agree. I thought he was going for a hook shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just like picks it up, and nah, I'm going all the way. He does that. He it's like almost like the Kawhi thing, where like their arms are way longer than you expect them to be. So like they'll go yeah. up, and then you expect it to lay it up, and then they'll just yam it on you. But yeah, that's so the best sorry. Scotty dunk I've ever seen. And he has a good dunk. Yeah, he's he has like, a lot of good dunks. He's probably our best dunker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, not a great game yesterday. Um, no, he was bad yesterday. Um, but yeah, overall, he's been playing well. Uh, like, nice to see he doesn't hit that sophomore slump that we saw from, like, um, Tyler Hero. Yeah. Or anything like that. Um, yeah, he's still playing really well. Yeah, it's, I'm happy. I'm happy so far. It's only up from here as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is a little more sad. A little more sad to talk about this guy, Pascal. 
Pascal, at the beginning of this season, it was like, holy shit. This guy said he wanted to be top, top five, five in the league. And he's <laughs> at least top ten right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, unfortunately, uh, what did you say? It was his hip that yep. flared up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like an, it's called an adductor, which uh, if, if you Google what adductor is, it's in the hip. Um, according to CBS, uh, this is from three days ago, looks like. Uh, two days ago, sorry. Uh, he's going to miss at least two weeks. But in this report, it says um, they don't, they, given this type of injury, um, the timetable, he should be back in the court within a month at the latest. Yeah, I just think, just with their, our general roster construction, don't get me wrong, Pascal is like <laughs> probably the last guy on our team that I'd want to get injured for yeah. losing games. We've got so many dudes who are like that height. Right. And so I kind of like being able to give Coloco a few more minutes and True. seeing how Otto Porter fits in with the team in some mm-hmm. of those minutes as well. And then who knows, like, when Pascal comes back, maybe those guys get their minutes completely cut, or maybe there there's a roster shakeup with like how the minutes are distributed mm-hmm. between those players. I think whenever you have a star player who's uh, out for that kind of time, like if you can hold your head above water, and a Fred can like help us, you know, yeah. win games. Well, like, like Thad Young has been out of our rotation, so it's like, yeah. and that's a quality player to have. So like, yeah, we definitely have people to easily fill that up. Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, it's just more touches for Scotty, which is nice. Like you said, more touches for Fred, who loves, uh, seems to play, seems to get himself into the all-star game when Pascal's injured. Yeah. Obviously, Pascal's our worst player to get injured, but, um, I think even we've touched on it before. We have, we like, everyone eats on our team, so it's not too bad to, uh, fill the void. No, not at all. Uh, and then moving, I know we talked about him a bit earlier, but Fred Van Fleet. Mm. Kind of a slow start to the season. The last couple games, he's picked it up a bit, but uh, he in uh, my head he's shooting amazing from three though. It feels like his three points so good. Yeah, yeah I mean he's shooting like forty two percent on the season. Yeah, but yeah. but at seventeen points per game, you just want you want a little bit more. He's he's right. you know he should be the way this team's constructed should be our second scorer. You know what like. OG could be our second scorer. OG, could, I know. And, and Gary Trent, who this year feels like our secondary scoring option. Yeah. Like, we got a lot of people like that. But I feel like for us to be at our best, we need Fred to be putting up at least over 20 a game. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, really bump those assist numbers up if that's the role he wants to take. But, like, he's never really played like that his whole career. Yeah. So, obviously, if, if, if that's, like, an active decision he's making to try and like get more assists then i'm all for it if that's actually how he wants to be playing but like from what i've seen he's most effective when he scores yeah and at 42 percent from three is great like yeah. i'll take that but he shoots less than 40 percent from the field which is mm. not so great okay uh unfortunately sense. it feels like he's taking mostly threes anyway yeah like the whole like run to the rim get fouled and then throw it up while you're falling down it seems like we haven't getting, been getting quite as many yeah, of those this calls year, yeah. but uh yeah, I, that stinker that he put up when we watched him live, I, I think that kind of lit a fire under him. Uh, and hopefully that keeps going, you know? He can he can keep doing what he's doing right now with Pascal out. I mean, with Pascal out, he's even more vital. Like, he's yeah, we need he, he's the production. guy. Uh, and he's been playing like the guy, which I like. Also, like, low-key, our guards aren't that deep. Because, like, no. like, Banton's getting a lot of minutes. Yeah, which... And- he <laughs> probably shouldn't be like if he was like three years older he'd be cut from the team oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um he's he's like how much better is he than like wancho hernan gomez really yeah honestly <laughs> i mean I, like i haven't seen wancho play but uh but yeah like currently he should not be like even close to cracking our rotation like honestly, we should be giving Flynn more minutes. I think, and i was always down on Flynn. you were the one guy who like was yeah. holding out for Flynn. 
Uh, mainly because you got burnt, right? Uh, not uh, like thinking that on, um, on Fred, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. have faith in Fred back in the day. Who who was the point guard that uh, that we that we picked over him? Was it was that Jose Calderon? Was that no? Way that was way earlier. We had Delon Wright on the same team, and uh, I always was like, why is Fred getting minutes over Delon Wright? <laughs> and uh, I was an idiot. But but now so, so that's so why you won't give up on Flynn. Malachi. <laughs> Only eight minutes a game. He's shooting fifty percent from three. Oh my and, and god! Like his three point shot, it looks confident this year. Is what I like. Like I, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing him out there a little bit more often. Did uh, he drop like seventy or something in like a Drew League game? Yeah, he over did. Over the summer, he did. And like that <laughs> offensive game is looking better. The thing is, is his playmaking isn't great for a one guard, and no. for a team with a history of a lot of these tough like defensive uh, point guards, right? His defense leaves mm-hmm. a little bit to be desired, and that's yeah, I'd say a lot of it. Th- that would be the the only reason I could see playing Banton over him okay. for the defensive Good point. upside. That's a great point. Yeah, ba- Banton's a solid defender. Yeah, they're kind of. If you put like Malachi Flynn's offense and Delano Banton's <laughs> defense, you might have a good bench player. Yeah, <laughs> he might. He might start. Yeah. Okay, maybe move Gary to the bench if he did that. Yeah, that freakazoid that we just created, probably not. He, probably not. Actually, honestly, no. You're right. He like, he does stay on the bench. <laughs> Gary is a better defender than uh, Banton. But we can talk about Gary now. I have been very impressed with Gary this year. Obviously, like ever since he got to this team, he's been able to be like a spark plug, get his buckets, but. I thought he's looked really, really good out there. So yeah. Far oh, season. averaging more than Fred. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and I mean, he's shooting thirty six percent from three. You want that to be a little bit higher, but it's not like. But it's I like, feel like he is our like re- safety valve. Like the oh, possession yeah. is like we have six seconds left. Like just check it to Gary. He'll put up a shot, and he's good at making tough shots. But obviously, that hurts your percentage when you do that. Yeah. Yeah, and and like. Like we saw last year, he could go five, six games in a row where he's dropping 30, he's dropping 25. Yeah. So like, he, there's going to be a point this season where there's like a week or two where he is our offense. Yeah. And so it's nice to have a player like that on our team, especially when he's not a defensive liability. You see a lot of two no. guards, like the Jordan Poole, Tyler Hero type, who are like the spark plug, like offensive two guard right. off the bench. And those guys are defensive liabilities. So that right. is not the case Ours is with not. Gary Trent, which yeah. is great. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of defense, you want to go into OG? Because I feel like he's making a case for being uh, Depoy. Yeah. Uh, r- runner. Runner for it. Or his at least his defense looks really, really good. He's shooting 39% from three as well. Really? Which, our like, whole team's been so good at that. I know, which is crazy. I said the first podcast, like, oh, our defense probably won't be, or our three-point shooting won't be one of the best parts of our team. And, like, obviously I was freaking wrong about that. Yeah. My uh, God. He's been so sick. Uh, his it feels like he's getting like so many rebounds too. Am I am I crazy he's for that? Six of those a game. Oh okay. But he's Way less than I thought. Three steals a game, which like totally something that I've noticed so far. Like obviously yeah, he's he, always been he's good. He's actually people. leading the league in that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was number one in the league. Yeah, good for him. He is. You know who was leading it earlier this year, like a week or two into the year? Throwback to like two minutes ago in the pod, Delon Wright. Delon really? Wright had like like three steals a game at the beginning of the season. Interesting. Like, three, five, six I don't games. even know who he plays for. <laughs> I don't even remember who we played for when I saw that. <laughs> Might be Atlanta. I think he's in Atlanta. Okay. But, uh, yeah, OG. OG's been good this year. OG, oh my. He's, OG, oh my. The thing I'll say about OG, I like him as a catch-and-shoot player. I like his defense. I like some of his offense. He's definitely the player on the team who most often, I'm like, you're not the guy. To dribble. Like, you're not the guy to be dribbling and just yeah. going to the hole. Like, sometimes he'll just, like, take it to the hole against bigger defenders. And, like, he doesn't have that Pascal thing where, like, 
Pascal, if he takes it in on two defenders, I'm like happy because I know right. he's going to find the open guy. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. OG's not like that. Uh, it's uh, honestly though, I can't speak too poorly about him. That's like one. No, he's a, he's thing. a three and D guy, and he's killing it from three and really killing it from defense. Yeah, which uh, pre- pretty happy. It's the big thing with him. It's like fingers crossed he can stay healthy. Yeah, that's true. He's kind of like our only guy who's injury prone, quote unquote, and he's not like that bad for it. But you. I feel like he does miss like 20 games a year at yeah, least. Yeah, he always is just missing some time. And it's mm-hmm. usually unrelated stuff. Like I feel like it's a different thing every right. time. Yep. But uh, he always does miss some time. So hopefully this year, you know, like if, if he can play every game, mm-hmm. that'd, be, that'd be great. Or almost every game. Would yeah, be I know there was a little bit of like that drama in the offseason of um, there apparently OG wanted more touches. But then apparently that kind of was blown out of proportion. Nick Nurse was just saying that OG feels like he should get more. And Nick Nurse agreed with that and actually said, yeah, I'm going to give you more touches this year. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully he's happy. Um, is his contract up soon? I know Gary's is up soon. Um, yeah, and Fred's is up soon. I'm not okay. quite sure. I, I think we still have him for another year. But yeah, um, I guess that's probably enough about OG there. And mm-hmm. who else are we not? We haven't talked o. about G. Oh, we haven't. Oh, dot G. Dot. We <laughs> haven't talked about Achua yet. Um, Achua this year has been very, very up, up and, and down. down. <laughs> very, very up and down. He is shooting nineteen percent from three on the season Damn. so far. But he's he's averaging like nine and seven. Like he's he, mm-hmm. he's been grabbing boards. He had that one game where he got what 22 boards yeah like, oh my god that was crazy i haven't seen that the likes of that since bismack biombo that game was sick because i yeah i remember them saying like yeah he uh he's at his career high in boards and that was like at like 16 or 17 and then they use like oh and there's another and another and they kept showing the stat and he just kept getting more of them and yeah i think ending with 22 like that's insane um he is like filling uh like a void that we need but um so that might be like why he's like getting like his stats look better than they actually should be. Like, cause, um, he's like the only guy that's sitting there and like low key, like Christian Coloco is kind of taking his minutes now. Right. Like I was about to ask you, like, do you think like how like NBA ready Coloco's looked has kind of tempered your excitement for a chew on this team? Yeah, it has. It has. Cause I remember I've been, uh, we were talking about James Wiseman in the off season and I was asking like, would you one for one, uh, pressures for Wiseman right now? And I think we all agreed like, nah, like, we'd rather have Precious right I now. still wouldn't. You still wouldn't? Uh, Wiseman, I think, has the absolute worst plus minus in the league. Really? H- him and Jordan Poole are both, like, bottom five. No, neither, those crazy. guys are, have, are, like, when they're on the floor, the Warriors bleed points with Poole and Wiseman. Right. Interesting. Yeah. That's one of the reasons they've been bad this year. Those two guys... I wonder if it's just that he doesn't fit the system and then he could thrive on another team that isn't such a weird system. Like, Warriors are probably the weirdest team for you to have to acclimate to. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but how hard would it be for him to be Kevon Looney? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Kevon Looney's not a top and he, and he, and they even like They'll pick. send him to the G League, and he's not even, like, that that good, right? Yeah. I don't know with why we'll see we'll see with Wiseman. Uh, I hope it's good. But um, yeah, like Precious still he's uh, he's another one of our. Uh, I feel like you can say it about a lot of guys, and that's why I, I'm, I don't feel too negatively about really any player because like most all our players who aren't playing well are development players who we have like a lot of raw skills that we can hope will develop eventually. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm still at with him. A little disappointed, honestly, especially from three. Like last yeah. year, I was like. Wow, he's like actually like a legit three point shooter, but he's like, uh, 
Yeah, now it's just like he's just a worse Boucher, feels like at this point. Yeah, who Chris Boucher averaging so far this season 42% from three. He like Chris Boucher, I've had my gripes with him over the years, yeah. but he is such an exciting player to watch. Sometimes he'll give you what he gave you last night, which was zero points, three <laughs> rebounds, three fouls in 14 minutes. And then sometimes he'll give you what he gave us like against Dallas, where he's giving you 17 and nine, or the game before against San Antonio, where he's giving you 17 and eight. And obviously he's shooting so well from three, like he's yeah. he's kind of like the big version of Gary, if Gary was worse, <laughs> where he like always he's, feels like he yeah. has license to shoot. He's Can't, like super exciting on defense. Does not want to pass. Does not no want to a pass button on his it. controller. Oh no, not at all. But it's like uh, at the same time, like there's times where he gets subbed in in the third quarter, and you'll get a couple minutes where it's like Boucher is taking over this game, like for like four minutes in a game, you'll just be like the guy out there where he's mm-hmm. blocking three pointers, he's yeah. hitting threes, and. Yeah, didn't you say he has over, I think, was it the last five years, most blocked three-point shots, or what was it over? Uh, second in the last, I think it was like four years, to okay. Matisse Thibault. Oh, to Matisse Thibault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he does his job, he knows his role, and he plays really well. Yeah, and I feel like he's one of those guys who gets the crowd into it when we're at home and gets his teammates yeah. into it, where, like, a lot of the stuff that he does is really Very exciting. Very flashy, yeah. And so, like, I find that, like, especially at home, like, that's a real difference maker, that intangible. Like, you won't see it on the stat sheet, but it's something that he definitely does, is, yep. like, get everyone into it. Absolutely. Um, we, we talked about Coloco a decent amount. Uh, we can talk about him a bit more. He's been, like, with the blocks and the rebounds and just, like, having, like, a seven-footer. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we missed this. We missed this for a couple years. Um, he needs to put on weight, but, like, uh, <laughs> like he, for, for a young big man, like, all of them are going to have that, that yeah. thing. And it's not like he's heads. weak at all. Like, he can, uh, he's, it's not like he'll, he's like a pushover. Like, yeah. just from being seven one, and like, he's, like, he, he's way, I don't think he's like a Przingis or any way like that. No. Um, like, yeah, like you said, put on a little bit more muscle. I thought what was so sick was that they were interviewing a bunch of rookies and they said, um, what player would you uh, say you've based your game off of the most? And his answer was Rudy Gobert. I was like, that is such a sick yeah, answer to hear. That's perfect. For a young dude on a team who, like, is fine just being, like, a defensive guy. And, like, yeah, his, like, his biggest issue is that he fouls too much. And that's, like... Yeah, well, he's jumpy. Yeah. Like, he'll foul or he'll or get himself out of position. Right. And, like, that like, just comes with experience. Like, what, after he's got a year or two under his belt, like, he's going to be so good defensively. Yeah, I think so too. Well, like he's just gonna be like a exactly what this team needs is like a seven foot defensive minded center. Yeah, like, I feel like Ooh, that's one. boards. I remember in the off season, people were like, "Oh, we need a guy like that," and then we got one in the draft. So yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Um, it's crazy. He fell the second round. I know we had like a we had Detroit's pick, so it was so so high. What was it? Thirty seven. Thirty five. Thirty fifth pick. But, like, still, him dropping the second round is actually one of the craziest things. Yeah, like, last year was one of the first years in a while that I was, like, really into March Madness. And I remember me and you watched a couple games yeah. when he was playing for Texas or Virginia. So, no, I, that's yeah. how much I know about college. Uh, yeah. But I remember looking at him and being like, oh, wow, he this guy's like kind of good. Yeah. And he had, it was great, both games <laughs> yeah. we saw him. Uh, yeah, he was scoring, playing crazy defense. And that's why I was, like, so hyped because I was, like, like, we watched the draft, and I was like, like, I don't even know why we're watching. Like, I'm not going to know any second-round guys. Like, I don't even know some of these 15th picks or whatever. Yeah. And, like, uh, and then they said Christian Clover. I was like, wow, one of the actual players I've seen play college. Yeah. So I was hyped about that. Um, That's basically all the players I want to talk about. We'll do a little rapid fire. We already talked mm. about Flynn. 
We'll see him maybe some more minutes, but obviously he's working his way For back the from the first injury, time ever, I'd know? say that. Any yeah. other time, I'd say I want him to get no minutes, but yeah. actually, low-key, I kind of want him to get some, yeah. Um, Banton, uh, might be time to send him down to the G League and just get some, get him to play more minutes. Well, he we have before, right? Before. That's not, yeah, that's it wouldn't be the first time we last year. Yeah. yeah, I think sending him down there, just getting him more reps, like more time with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Um, Thad Young, no comments. He's been... Somehow he's dropped out of our rotation. Um, yeah. weirdly, but, um, yeah, he's that young. He's a vet. He's doesn't do dumb things. He, yeah. he can, uh, doesn't care about the pressure. I just love like players like that. Like just even like seeing Dragic, it's like, uh, yeah. When it's like the end of the game, like they, they're not phased by anything. They're not going to like blow a layup. Like that's the same type of dude. Just like nice to have a vet on the team. Yeah. He's not going to blow you away with his individual defense. No. Cause the, like his um, defense and offense, he is great within systems. And since Nick nurse is such a smart coach, I think it's just like a perfect fit yeah. on our team. And like, I think sitting him on the bench, like it's probably good for him with his age, like to mm-hmm. be able to rest him. It's nice. So we don't have to play him like 20 minutes a game or anything like that. Yeah. I remember when we drafted him, uh, I was like, so what's that young? Like, and you're like, he's, he's a Toronto Raptor player. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, so he's like good on D switchable log. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> a little bigger than some of our players, but yeah, yeah. exactly like that. Unfortunately, uh, you meant to say traded for him, not drafted him, because yes, I, absolutely, yeah, that got drafted, what, our oldest player, seventeen years ago or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I meant traded. Yeah. Um, other than that, Otto Porter, um, I've seen a bit of him since he came back. He like he's he not taking a ton honestly. of threes. His defense is good. It gra- grabs boards, which was surprising. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like he he I've almost seems him. weirdly scared to shoot. Honestly, from like the bit I've seen, like I I want him to just. Pull the three. Like he last year, he was great for Golden State. Yeah, and obviously, you're no teams in the league like give you more open looks than Golden State. But well, I'm just excited to see. The more he plays with this team, the yeah. more he gets used to it. Like uh, other than Coloco, he's getting the most minutes of somebody who hasn't played this group before. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And so yeah, I feel like the more reps he gets, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically all the players I really want to talk about. I have nothing to say about Juancho Hernan Gomez uh, or like. Any of the other, he's a good, uh, he's a good bench guy. He he's always getting really hyped for other dudes, and uh, that's all you can really ask for dudes who get zero minutes a game. Yeah, yeah, like him and like Jeff Dowden, that kind of player. Just Jeff Dowden is that a raptor? Yeah, Jeff Dowden Jr. I don't know if he's okay, playing. I don't, I don't even know that name. Him, uh, we have Harper Jr. too. Couple of juniors on this team. Jeff Dunn uh, has played two games this year. Good for him. Nice. Is he young? Yeah, I think he is. Okay, cool. Um, I have no idea how old he is. Sure. <laughs> he's he's definitely not like a piece Let's of deep dive on Jeff Dowden. Yeah, Jeff Dowden, twenty five years old, so not <laughs> quite young enough. Okay. Yeah, he went to Rhode Island. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so do you want to, uh, we can, we can quiz each other now with, uh, Ooh. I know we both have something prepared here. Sure. Uh, do you want to go over the, do you want to, oh, and by the way, for the listeners, most of the stuff's not going to be Raptors related. It's kind of yeah, league-wide so stuff. If you only care about the Raptors, you should not tune out now. Well, like, just mute it, leave it playing. Obviously, five stars. Yeah. Tell all your friends about it. Um, <laughs> Post about it. Yeah. Bring it up at family, like, get-togethers. Yeah, but you don't need to be listening. Yeah. Uh, do you want to actually, there was a bit on, you've been uh, kind of diving into these stats. There's the bit I already know about. Do you want to talk about any of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was looking at uh, 
percentage of regular season games played between the 2019-20 season, the season after we won the championship, and uh, Halloween this year. And I was... It's, it's basically just how many... What percentage of availability these guys have, right? Mm-hmm. Best on the list, Nikola Jokic at 97%. Like, 97... So out of every game he possibly could have played... You're including playoffs too, right? No, not Okay, playoffs. of regular season games... He's in 97% of them. Yeah. And then you go down the list. Julius Randle's second, which is kind of jokes that he falls within this list because he made mm-hmm. the All-NBA. But look at it. What's his number? 94%. So the second dude's are 94. <laughs> and then like Tatum, DeRozan, Gobert, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Trey Young, all over 90%. All kind of makes sense other than Chris Paul. Chris Paul, I was kind of like, wow. Um, I mm-hmm. have some big takeaways in general. Um, well, you just mentioned Chris Paul. Yeah. Booker's number. Giannis at 85% feels a little low. Yeah. Uh, Harden. He's not very injured. Harden at 78% makes sense, but it's sad because he used to be such an Iron Man. Carlton Towns is in the same way. Dudes that you expect to just play every game who... 74% for yeah. Towns. Sad. 75. Which LeBron is higher than him at 75%, which is crazy for a player. Yeah. Like this sample size, like he starts it at the age of like 34. Man. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, but the, the craziest thing here, uh, like the bottom about seven, Anthony Davis. At yeah, let's 62%. talk about Anthony Davis. Cause everyone, first of all, the, he gets hate for no reason. The data Davis street clothes Davis, like should we start saying that shit about Derrick Rose or no, because everyone loves Derrick Rose. Like the yeah. dude gets injured. That's not his fucking fault. And I don't know. Like, like if you watch Anthony Davis play, you know that when he's healthy, he's not nursing injuries. He's giving 110% every game. Exactly. And, like, don't you love that? Don't you love a player who's willing to go all out? Yeah, like, like they criticize Kawhi for load managing and then criticize AD for getting injured because he, like, isn't load managing. Yeah, I, I don't what get it. What do you it. want? I don't understand it. But lower than him is Steph Curry, which is mostly because of the season with the broken hand. But he also always seems to miss a few games. Even last year, he missed probably 15 yeah. games. Uh, below him is Paul George, which was crazy. That he is also so surprising. missed like a decent amount last year. But like, so all these dudes have played less percentage of games than Anthony Davis. Yeah, uh, Anthony Davis sixty two. Steph Curry's like negligibly less. Uh, Paul George is at sixty percent. Then Ben Simmons, just over half sure. at fifty one and a half percent. Makes which, sense. He yeah, missed all of last that season. That makes sense. And then Kawhi Leonard at forty seven point six percent is that's uh, tough for Kawhi. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it makes so much sense. <laughs> but I didn't think it was that bad, but yeah, it does make sense. I would have probably said, no, okay, no, yeah, it does make sense. He plays less than eighty. Yeah, Kyrie at forty seven percent, which is also wild. He missed most of last year, but was, still, the thing yeah. about Kyrie is he's injury prone and he'll miss games for other stuff. Yeah, so like it's like a double whammy. Bottom of the list, a full 5% lower than him, is Kevin Durant at His like lower than 42%, which is wild because you never hear people being Nobody like, says like, shit Kevin about Durant, injury prone. Like, yeah. Obviously, Data he missed, Durant. He missed a full season, but like, so did Curry, who's played 20% more of the games than him. Yeah. Like, so has Ben Simmons, who's played 10% more games than him. His other yeah. teammate, which... The fact that the bottom five is Paul George, Ben Simmons, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, that's tough for Brooklyn and the Clippers. <laughs> Brooklyn and LA, yeah. <laughs> literally, literally, they're five best players between those two teams. You hate to see it. You, you hate to see it. The, especially with Brooklyn, because like with the Clippers, it's not like they're just built around the two stars and the right. way that like a team like even the Lakers are. Brooklyn is very much just built around the, their stars. They traded everyone to get those stars in. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's tough. 
it, uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's mind blowing that like KD is by far the bottom of the list. Didn't you say if um, oh and by the way, sorry, uh, I don't think you said it. This list is you had to have made an All NBA team to be on this list. Yeah, yeah. So there's 27 total players who have made an All NBA team since the 1920 season, which is honestly kind of sick. In that's yeah. four years we've had uh, almost 30 names. Yeah, it's three years. We oh, have 27 three years, out of 27 for names. 45 spots. 45. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's sick. That's it. Just shows how our league like is just so strong. Shout out Julius Randall for being on this list. Definitely the when worst player Donovan on this Mitchell list. is not on this list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how the takeaway some of your takeaways like because you mentioned that um basically like you want a successful regular season have your best players be available yeah looking at uh phoenix right yeah chris paul and devin booker both play about 91 percent of their games yeah. even like you look at utah has been so good the last few years Rudiger Bear is at 91%. Donovan Mitchell, as I said, didn't make All-NBA, but I would imagine he would also be fairly high fairly up. High. It, doesn't, it feels like he doesn't miss yeah, that many Yeah, and then Clippers, who are like in the play-in spot or five seed when they're healthy or whatever, like bottom of the list. Brooklyn. Uh, just even. above Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah who, who also were in the play-in last year. Well, they yeah. had a season they had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on their team. And half of James Harden. <laughs> and half of James Harden. And zero of Ben Simmons. Yeah. Like, if Kevin Durant played twice as many games over the sample size, he'd still have less games played than Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Where would he be on your list, did you say? Right behind Pascal. At oh, 13. just above Jaw. So, and that's if he doubled his output. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. He doesn't even sniff Jokic. Like, <laughs> you would have to add all of Ben Simmons and all of Kevin Durant's games, and you still wouldn't be at Jokic. Like, it's crazy how many games Jokic plays compared to all these other dudes yeah that's how you win two mvps though anyway you have a you have some uh a little quiz for me as well sure this is just a little bit of fun let's play um two truths and a lie all right they're all lies (laughs) um okay so um the raptors single season minutes per game leader is mighty mouse okay um, this is just actually a fact. So Kyle, Kyle Lowry is the most triple doubles, but here's the, the two truths and a lie part of it. Kyle Lowry is more triple doubles than second through five combined. Okay. And, uh, finally, um, is that, um, Fred Van Vliet has more steals than Jose Calderon. These are all just on their time on the Raptors, obviously. So, Fred Van Fleet, most, more steals than Jose Calderon. Kyle Lowry, more triple-doubles than 2 through 5. And Mighty Mouse having the most minutes per game in a season. Yeah. So, how could any of these be untrue? <laughs> Mighty Mouse would be Fred Van Fleet with the most. But, honestly, I doubt that. I feel like in the 90s, people just played more minutes per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Kyle Lowry one's weird. Like, we've seen three triple-doubles from Pascal just this year. Yeah. And a Scotty Barnes triple-double. I feel like, uh, but other than that, not a ton of triple doubles for other players. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fred Van Fleet with more steals than Jose. Like, it just makes, honestly, I would be shocked if Jose Calderon has more steals than Fred on the round. Is it total or per game? That's uh, total. That's total. Oh, Jose Calderon has more steals than Fred Van Fleet. Oh, correct, correct. Yeah, it's he close. Like, he played, like, more than double the amount of time. He has 13 gonna, more. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if it's, like, uh, per game, then, yeah. like, why would you even put that in there? But right, right, right. Total no. time, yeah. He was on our team for a while. True. You know what's the most insane thing is the Kyle Lowry stat is true. It's also true if you did two through seven. 
Jesus. <laughs> it's 16. Then he has then Pascal with five. Um, Damon Stoudemire with three. Jose Calderon with two. Marks Cambu with two. And everyone else has one. Can we just take in that Damon Stoudemire was grabbing 10 rebounds in three games? At our height? <laughs> Is he shorter than us even? We're like 5'9", uh, 5'10". Five, five, yeah, I think like, man, Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's at our height. That'd be us grabbing 10 boards a game. That is ridiculous. Um, yeah, very good. Okay, so first one down for two trees. You got the Raptors one. Uh, and then this one... Uh, oh, this is my favorite one. Uh, this is all about James Harden. Nice. Okay. Uh, James Harden has more career threes hit than Reggie Miller. Second one. Uh, James Harden has a better plot, uh, box plus minus than Larry Bird. And finally, uh, James Harden has shot more free throws than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know shit about block, box plus minus. That one's really throwing me off. More threes than Reggie Miller is the first one, right? Yeah. If he doesn't, he's right behind him. Mm-hmm. And they're probably within a spot of each other. They I'd are. I'd be surprised they if they are. weren't. They are three and four. Yeah. Um. And then more free throws than Kareem? Yeah. God damn. I mean, Kareem was in the league for so long. <laughs> yeah. The fouling is so different. Um... I'm going to say, just longevity-wise, I don't know. Like, James Harden has played 14 full seasons in the NBA. He's also off the bench for some less. I'm going to say he has less free throws than Kareem. Ah, no, he he does have more than Kareem. And uh, he's ninth all-time, Kareem's 12th, but they're very close. Uh, He has about uh, 300 more than Kareem. I was so, so, I feel like no one mentioned that he passed Reggie Miller. Like, when did that happen? But he has, like, a good amount more. 26-13 is Harden, and 25-60 is Miller. Yeah. And I'm surprised I hadn't heard that before. Uh, the, the false was that uh, Larry Bird, Larry Bird does have a better plus, plus minus than James Harden. James Harden is 11th all-time, Katie's 10th, Steph is 12th, John Stockton 9, Kawhi 8, Larry Bird 7. Yeah, see, I don't know anything about box plus right. minus. So I was just like, who fucking knows? What <laughs> yeah, because it's so weird. It's like, how good is your bench? How, yeah. Like, uh, opponents are a huge part of it. How strong is the league? Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, how many minutes you're getting. Yeah, and, we, and I I thought I would fool you because I thought you knowing he comes off the bench would have made you think he has more because he would be facing bench players. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I didn't know, man. I did not know about the box plus minus. Yeah. Uh, so then I have, uh, one final, two truths and a lie. Okay. Um, this is, uh, okay. LeBron James has more steals than the glove. Okay. In their career. Oh, who's the guy? Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Kawhi Leonard, uh, has a better free throw percentage in his career than Clay Thompson. Okay. And lastly is that... Uh, Joker has more triple doubles than Wilt. Damn. I'm just saying right now, if Joker having more triple doubles than Wilt is true, like, thank God for Joker that they weren't recovering blocks back then. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. So it's, uh, LeBron has more steals than the glove. Uh-huh. It's, uh, Kawhi shoots a better free throw percentage than Clay, and, uh, Joker has more triple doubles than Wilt. Two of those are true. I'd really like to believe that Kawhi shoots better from the line than Clay. Okay. I don't think I'll pick that one just for just for the jokes. Okay. Like who fucking knows? Right. Um 
Well, it's weird because Kawhi's an excellent mid-range shooter, but Clay's an overall better shooter. So yeah, it's kind of like you think that it's kind of a toss-up. I think I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say the glove has more steals than LeBron. Excellent, good shit. He does. Yeah, it's actually like not that close. Uh, I just thought like just because LeBron's played so much, you'd think he'd be on number one. LeBron's only eleventh on that list. The glove is fifth. Chris Paul's more than him though. Yeah, Chris Paul's like third. Yeah, no fourth. Oh, fourth. Jordan Kid Stockton. Damn. Uh, damn, good job, good job. Two, two for three, I'll take that. I really yeah. thought you were going to say that, um, uh, the triple-double thing. Actually, the triple-double thing's funny. Joker has one more. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 79 to 78. Um, that's if two truths and a lie. If you want, I was also looking at just playoff minutes, and mm-hmm. there's some crazy shit on this list. I'm saying... I have something for you. So okay. I'm saying we save that for the next okay. episode. Playoff minutes won't change for the next episode. You no. Do not look at my screen right oh, now. Oh, okay? yeah. Good point. Good point. So, LeBron James, on his career, averages, rounding down always. Okay. Like, always rounding down. Okay. 27, 7, and 7. There are... There's nine players who have ever done this. Who are these nine players? And like, in one single season, have averaged the LeBron average. 27, 7, and 7. Mm-hmm. And, um, obviously you're not counting this year. Yeah. And you get, I can give you three hints throughout this. Okay. So Nikola Jokic. Yeah. He's done it once. 2022. Yeah. Luca. He's done it three times. All of the last three seasons. Okay. Uh, Russell Westbrook. He's also done it three times. Okay. Uh, I have no idea how much Oscar Robinson scores. I will say big O. Big O has done it more than anyone else oh. like six times. Damn. Okay, so he does score. Nice. Damn. What a legend. Um, okay. How how many spots am I missing? You're missing one, two, three, four. You're missing five players. Five right now. players. Okay. I will say magic. Um, no, no magic. Okay. I will give you one hint now. Yeah. Give me your. Your first hint is you're a fucking idiot for not saying the guy who this is based around. Oh, LeBron. <laughs> okay, obviously. <laughs> wow. Okay. Four more players. Okay, God, that's dumb. Um, damn, they gotta be seven and seven. So much, man. Uh, I will say Scottie Pippen. No, your second hint is that uh, Scottie Pippen, his teammate, did this. Oh, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rodman wasn't giving you 27? <laughs> and 7 assists? Tony Kuko. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um, there's no way Draymond's got 27 in a season. There's actually no way. No shot? Okay. Um, yeah, there's no way. I'm not going to say him. All right. Uh, oh, um, well. Uh, nope. He never put up 27, 7, and 7. Wow, when he was leading the league in assists, he just wasn't scoring at all? No, just okay. didn't, yeah. Okay. He was, I think he was, that was with the Lakers, where he was averaging like probably 23, 18, and like 8. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, damn, the 27 is so tough. I will say Jason Kidd. No. You have, I'll give you a hint for uh, all three of the players remaining. Cool. The first player, your hint is, um, I'm surprised you haven't guessed him. Maybe I missed you guessing him. Oh, 
One, like, God damn it, James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. <laughs> of course, him. I should have done and that. And your second hint is um, Fuck, these crazy. last two guys both play for the greatest organization of all time. Exclusively, I think both of them only played for this team. Okay, and you're not being sarcastic at all by saying greatest organization? Greatest organization by number of championships. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, I think they're I mean, tied. Yeah, I think they're tied. But sure, but I, like, know, I know who you mean. I know who you mean. The, the, the big green machine. Um, it is Mikhail. No. Uh, oh, Bird, then, Bird? obviously. And the last one you I, will never get, he did it twice, is John Havlicek. Havlicek. Okay, no, no, no. Because I, I was looking at... Um, at uh, some numbers, I think he, I did notice. I was like, "Wow, Havlicek has way more assists than I would have thought." He does. He did it twice, uh, which is crazy. Uh, and then for the next one is the people who have averaged Michael Jordan's scoring averages: <laughs> okay. thirty-five and six. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve players who have done this all time. And does it have to be the six boards? Uh, yes, six boards. Okay, so if you did 35 and six assists, well, I mean, okay, I don't think anyone's even done that. Yeah, no, 30 points, Sorry, 30, five assists, six boards. Oh, 35 and six. Yes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so Kevin Durant. Yes. LeBron that. James. Twice, yes. Uh, Joker. No. Damn, he didn't hit 30. Uh, 30, okay. Uh, Wilt. Yep. Uh, who is it? Kobe? Yep. There's no shot Shaq has that many assists. I'll say it. Shaq? Nope. Okay. Once again, I will give you the same hint I gave you last time. Just guess the guy who these stats are for. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Tim Duncan? Nope. Um, your second hint is of the remaining players, three of them also did the LeBron challenge. Okay, so Westbrook Harden. Yes. Uh, who am I missing from the LeBron challenge? Uh, 30. Kareem? I, I know it's Kareem not from that. Kareem has done it. But Kareem has done yeah. this. Um, ah, damn, damn. I gotta think of who was that? Who were we just talking about? Uh, we just said Jordan. Uh, 30. 30 of them is so fucking many. That's so many points. Uh, it is Larry Bird. Nope. Your next hint. Larry Bird? Is, there's one player who did this in the 21st century. The rest of these players, uh, all in the 60s. Okay. Okay. Um, all in the 60s? Okay, mm-hmm. Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson, once again, leads everyone in doing this the most, with six times. <laughs> Oscar Robertson more combined... Than jo- so more than Jordan and more than LeBron. Yeah, Oscar Robertson, between these two, has combined 12 of them. <laughs> LeBron has uh, seven. Jordan has uh, six. Wow. So he almost <laughs> beats them combined for both. The seasons that they average their career <laughs> that their averages. Wow. Okay. Um... I mean, I'll just say Bill Russell. Nope. Okay. The uh, logo? Yeah, the logo. Uh, his teammate, who's not Will. Okay. Uh, Elgin Baylor? Yes, sir. Uh, Clyde Drexler? Now, we're now in the 21st century. Your hint for this guy is he played for the Raptors. Oh, Kawhi? Nope. Uh, Bosch? Nope. Vince Carter? Nope. Pascal never jumped 30. 
He was on the Raptors when he did this, but yet he did play on the Raptors at one point in his career. Oh, Hakeem? Nope. He played uh, T-Mac. Yeah, it's T-Mac. Okay. Okay. I was thinking T-Mac for a while. Like, when I said Kobe, I was going to say T-Mac, but I was like, I really think T-Mac passes even less than Kobe does. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the bonus question. Okay. Will Chamberlain, his career averages, which I will not give to you, how many players have in one season averaged Will Chamberlain's career averages? One. One. And his name is Will Chamberlain. Yeah. And he's died twice. His career averages are once again 30 with uh, with four assists and 22 rebounds. Damn. That's his career? That's his career average. Wow. And he only did it twice. Also, if you put up Wilt's career averages, you have a 50-50 chance of winning MVP because one of those goes to Oscar Robertson. If you put up the LeBron career averages, you have a 22% chance of MVP. Uh, <laughs> if you put the Michael Jordan career averages up, you get a 24% chance of an MVP. Also, those are the only players That's who have won. It? Those are the only players who have won a ring while putting up a season like that. And that is Michael Jordan in 91, Michael Jordan in 92, and Michael Jordan in 93. No other player has ever won a ring with any of those three stat lines. Of any of season. those three career stats. Jesus. That is sick. That's good. Right? Yeah, b- biggest takeaway from that, Oscar Robertson is that fucking guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> from 61 to 66. I was almost going to be like, I don't think he averages 25 or whatever it was for LeBron, but he averages the Jordan, which is like, 30. Like, if you take LeBron's scoring and give him Michael Jordan's scoring instead, <laughs> Oscar Robertson averages that still one, two, three, four, five times. <laughs> he averages 37 and 7. Five times in his career. That is insane. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. That's why he's top 20 all time. Yeah. And one funny stat that we looked up together that blew my mind. I think you already knew it was that um, the year that Oscar Robertson averages a triple-double is the same year that Wilt averages 50 and neither one of them wins MVP because Bill (laughs) Russell wins MVP that year. Yeah, it's uh, it's not so good. That me. is one of the craziest things ever. Like, everyone knows about Oscar averaging, Oscar averaging a triple-double, and everyone knows about Will averaging 50. And they did in the same year, and neither one gets an MVP. So in here, my head, they both got MVP for those. So, so here's your stat lines for your top uh, your top six MVP, MVP candidates. Number one. For what year? 1962. Okay. Number one, Bill Russell. 19, 24, and 5. Pretty Shit. good. Wilt Chamberlain. Five is the assists or yeah. blocks? Oh, they didn't assists, do blocks. They, they didn't, didn't do blocks. blocks. Okay. Wilt Chamberlain, 50, 26, and 2. <laughs> Oscar Robertson, 31, 13, and 11. Elgin Baylor, 38, 19, and 5. Jerry West, 31, 8, and 5. Bob Pettit, 31, 19, and 4. Damn. Is that all that's on the list? Or is that no, all that's Richie, worth? Richie Guerin, 36, and 7. And Bob Cousy, 16, 4, and 8. Oh, wow. That's a huge drop off already from uh, yeah. to Kuzi. Holy shit! What a f- what a great year to be watching basketball. If you're a fan of one of those teams. <laughs> yeah, <facts. laughs> oh man! But yeah, I think with that wrapped up, we talked about. Th- also, real quick, Will Chamberlain averaged those numbers, averaging forty eight and a half minutes a game, which is cracked. Forty eight and a half. Yeah, 48 and a half minutes a game. <laughs> that, there's only 48 minutes in the game Yeah, if you don't go to OT. Uh, shoot, shooting 51% from the field, which is oh, crazy. So you get chucks, 50 he's points a chucker. Yeah, I mean, 51% from the field is still so impressive for 50 points a game. Yeah, for 50, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
I was just thinking like what Giannis averages, but Giannis doesn't fucking average 50. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, that with the stats out of the way, we talked about the teams. Is there any last comments on either the Raptors or you that? You said you wanted to save a little bit of, uh, I, I could do a little quizzing on playoff career minutes. You want to say that till next time? I'm saying we save that till next All time. Right. You know, we have something to do. We got a lot of fun games at the end of this one. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like these. We, we should do these every time. Yeah, I'm down. We both bring one to it, and then we can quiz okay. each other. I love that. Okay. Dope. All right. Well, that's this is Gage signing off. You know, big. Uh, I feel like we didn't talk that much about the Raptors winning over this period of time, but you know, like we've uh, we've been we're, we're what? Yeah, like seven and four, I think. Same record as San Antonio. Worse record than the Jazz, who are number one in the West currently. I, I can't imagine we'll be able to say that on another episode. I just can't. Also, I want the people to hold Anthony to this. If the Utah Jazz make the playoffs, he needs yeah. to buy a Utah Jazz jersey. Yes, and it probably will be a Linux. They won't the make the playoffs. They will not they make the playoffs. Not only will I buy the jersey, but I will be buying tickets to the first time the Jazz come to Toronto. Damn. All right. If they win their first round matchup, would you uh, would you buy tickets to a Utah Jazz home game? Fly out to, Fly out to Utah? Okay, yeah, sure. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. If they win a first-round series, like, you asked me this earlier, I would be more shocked if Utah won a first-round series than if the Bulls won the championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a time we're living in. Can we start a Utah Jazz podcast? <laughs> We almost, because the last episode we recorded, we finished recording the one that we had everyone on, well, our second episode, then we stopped watching, we stopped recording, we started watching Ball, and that was when we saw Olenek hit the game game winner. winner. We were about to literally boot it back up to talk about it, but then we were like, nah, that episode's so long, and like, it's weird just throwing that in, but uh, yeah, that's a dude we saw live, Uh, so it already, my heart grows the Grinch style, like five times as much for him as it did before seeing him live. Mm-hmm. We saw one of the sickest games on Canada Day. We went to see Team Canada play. Shea played in Hamilton, which is his home city. And he was nice. He in that was game too. so which sick. Which is carried over into this season. I've noticed a lot of the players who played like the international yeah. ball over the summer all look good. And Except Shea's for one Joker. Of those guys. Except for Joker. Yeah, because yeah, Giannis, Luca, uh, Markinen. Yeah, Markinen's uh, looked really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, NBA's a fun time right now. Yeah, just everyone keep, keep enjoying these Raptors and keep, keep enjoying, uh, watching some wins, hopefully enjoy Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it for me. That about wraps it up. <laughs> uh, it's getting, we need something new to say. <laughs>